Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Vineyard Community Church as we continue on in the series we're doing called Life in His Story. Um, in this series, what we're doing is we're, we're taking a look at the Christian calendar, the church calendar, the church year, just as a way of helping us in our devotional time. That's, that's how I look at it, as a, time, uh, as a way of uh, helping us in connecting um, in our devotional life to the redemptive story of Jesus throughout the year. And, and the church calendar reflects a, a year's worth um, of Jesus' life uh, among us. And it, it highlights the main events so we know what we're working towards. And actually, the, there's a big six months of time that's the, the main sort of events, and then six months of what they call ordinary time. But it's all extraordinary in Jesus. We'll be talking about that too. So, uh, so a lot of these weekends have um, interesting names. And um, because we're such a varied group, some people know these things because they grew up with them. Some people, they've never heard of them before. But for me, the idea behind it all, it's just a way of connecting um, in, my, in my devotional time every day with where I am in his story. I love being a part of his story, but having the, the, the deeper historical connection um, uh, of what's going on and knowing that it, it connects me with the church before me and the church, you know, sort of uh, in, in various places all over the world, I, I think is very, very helpful in the way that I pray and in, uh, in the course of my life as a believer. So um, we're, we're heading towards uh, uh, Easter, which is, you know, the main event, really, of the, of the church year. The incarnation's huge. All these things are big. But it's, you know, the, the death and resurrection of Jesus that is really reflected in everything that we do pretty much every weekend. But, but you know, we celebrate that um, uh, this year at the end of March. Uh, it changes depending on moons and equinox and all sorts of other stuff. But, but um, we're shooting towards that at March 31st. And so that's coming very quickly. It's kind of early this year along the way. And so we're in a little three-week pre-Easter season that's actually a pre-Lent season um, which comes up next. And really all, that, all that's about is, is we'll talk in that season about the importance of prayer and, and we'll look at fasting and sacrifice and things. It's, it's just preparing us, our hearts prepared, to really celebrate the main event, uh, celebrate the resurrection of Christ and, and to be prepared for that spiritually uh, in, in our lives. And so this three-week season that we're in right now, we've already looked at Advent and, and, and Christmas and Epiphany. Um, these, these three Sundays were, uh, had Latin names, which basically means 70 days out, 60 days out, and 50 days out from Easter. Easter. Um, Septuagesima, Sexagesima, and this weekend it's uh, Quinquagesima, or Quinquagesima. And, and uh, that just basically means 50. It's a Latin word for 50. 50 days. Uh, approximately from Easter. So, so this is the seventh Sunday before Easter, approximately 50 days out from the big day for Easter, okay? And um, in this three weeks, we've been uh, talking about personality traits or character traits is a better word that we need to develop as his disciples. And, and so we talked about selflessness and we've talked about humility. Today we're going to bring both of those two concepts into a discussion about um, loving well. And in effect, we're going to talk today about loving well by listening well. And so I'm hoping that you'll get some, some real practical stuff out of this today. Um, and, and as a little listening exercise, I have a little few little word things for you that I thought... I thought you might enjoy just before we really get into the message. So, so try and listen to see if you, if you get where I'm going. So um, I tried to catch some fog. I missed. 
No? Yes? No? I stayed up all night to see where the sun went. Then it dawned on me. This woman said she recognized me from the vegetarian restaurant, but I'd never met her before. <laughs> I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. I can't put it down. Yeah. I, God, I don't think I should do that one. Okay. Yeah, I was going back and forth all day. Um, we'll skip it. How about this one, though? Oh, now you need to hear it, huh? Well, you can, you can tell me if I should keep it in or not, all right? When you get a bladder infection, you're in trouble. Is that, is that okay? Is that, uh, that was on the edge. That was close. You're in trouble. Yeah, you just never know about church. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm already pushing that line. I don't want to push too far past it. Last one. All the toilets in New York's police stations have been stolen. Police have nothing to go on. <laughs> Scripture reading is Luke 18. Now that you're ready to listen. 31 through 43. Jesus took the 12 aside and told them, we're going up to Jerusalem and everything that is written by the prophets about the Son of Man will be fulfilled. He will be handed over to the Gentiles. They will mock him, insult him, spit on him, flog him, and kill him. On the third day he will rise again. The disciples did not understand any of this. Its meaning was hidden from them and they did not know what he was talking about. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard the crowd going by, he asked what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth is passing by. He called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who led the way rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and ordered the man to be brought to him. When he came near, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, I want to see, he replied. And Jesus said to him, receive your sight, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they also praised God and blessed be the word of the Lord so um, it's a it's a fascinating scripture reading um, and and I, I think sometimes you think that the two things might be a little disjointed but they're actually connected very well and they both have to do with listening in the process uh, and and really listening um, in in the beginning of the scripture reading the disciples heard Jesus talking about um, going and being crucified, but they didn't understand it. Part of the reason they didn't understand it was that they were so stuck in their way, in their paradigm, in their way of seeing things, that they couldn't begin to understand his way. In fact, they just didn't want to hear it at all. They didn't want to hear that. They had a different idea for Jesus. They were, they were wanting to see Jesus become a, a king, an earthly king, and, and set you know, Israel back up to the way that David had it. And that's what they were looking for. And so when Jesus was talking about getting crucified and all those things, they, just, they, didn't, they didn't want to hear it, so they chose not to hear it or understand it, sort of, sort of blocking it. Nobody hears ever anything, anything like that, have you? Not want to hear something and pretend it's just like not going on. So, so that was part of the situation. And then he runs across this, this guy, Bartimaeus, who's shouting out, and no one wants to hear him, but Jesus does. And so what happens is, since they, the disciples couldn't hear well, Jesus models good listening for them 
in the second part of our scripture reading. And that's the first part in your notes. Jesus modeled good listening. Jesus modeled good listening. Mark 10, same, same story as in Luke, but just a little different viewpoint. Verses 46 through 52. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, that is the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you, Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Now, what I think is fascinating is that the crowd responds the way, the way that most of us do because we don't often hear what we need to hear. The crowd, while hearing the man at one level, didn't take it in. They didn't take in what was going on. Instead, they just tell him to knock it off, to be quiet. Jesus hears Bartimaeus, however, and he calls him forward. And, and I get a kick out of the reaction of the crowd there. I think it's one of my favorites. They go from telling Bartimaeus to shut up to telling him to cheer up. Just because all of a sudden, listening is being modeled for them. They get, oh, maybe we should stop and listen. There's something going on. You know, we were just telling the guy to be quiet. But Jesus says, no, come on up here. I, I, I want to talk to you. I want to pray with you. And so, I, so the crowd changes because they're, they're... See, Jesus always did things people didn't expect. Because um, he was having to turn everything upside down. Because it was such a mess. They, they just lost the whole point of everything. In, in the place they were at. They'd missed who God was. They, they didn't know what it meant to love well any longer. It had all come down to a bunch of rules that, uh, that there was no life in. And so Jesus is always in his ministry undoing everything by flipping it upside down. So where everyone is telling this guy to shut up, Jesus says, no, come on, I want to talk to you. See, Jesus has a way of hearing that he's modeling for his disciples. And, and he wants to encourage his disciples to become good listeners. That's the second point. Jesus encouraged his disciples to become good listeners. Um, this was in our reading last week in Matthew 13, verse 9, little verse. He who has ears, let him hear. We've all got ears. But do you hear? See, that's the difference. He, he wants his followers to hear and understand, to listen with depth and feeling, to take it to a deeper level. And the question uh, that, that I would pose to you this week for you to think about is, how good are you at listening? Uh, I would say that we have a sort of listening epidemic in our culture. Uh, people are desperate for someone to listen to them, to hear them and to understand them, to somehow validate what they're feeling and experiencing in life. And, and learning to listen well will make you a more loving person. And, and it's such a huge need in our world. No one listens anymore. Really, uh, a good listener is so hard to find. So hard to find that many people are willing to pay lots and lots of money for someone just to listen to them because no one listens. You know, we've all, we've all unfortunately gotten onto this thing where everything is broadcast at us and, and we're, we're used to sort of, we like mechanically listen. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but we, we take it in and we process it, but never with any depth. We're just sort of used to uh, just letting it not impact us at all or take it in at any level. And um, You know, we, we, we're, we're so used to doing more than one thing at a time now. 
um, that that we've we've forgotten the basics of relationship. It's, you know, I'm always I, I always am, I do a lot of multitasking. You know, I'll do I've got things going on. I'll be when I sit on a computer. I almost I always have two monitors because I'm always got more than one thing going. And I get on a computer with one screen, and I don't know what to do with myself. There's not enough room. How do I throw these windows in? So um, we have tend to let that impact us in life to the point where we just don't listen very well. And, and it's something we really need to do because listening well is loving well. So how to listen well, that's the point number three. How do, how do we listen well? What does that look like? Uh, fortunately, the Bible's always on top of these things and, and it's in the book of James. We get some really practical advice. Um, it's simple and yet extremely powerful. James 1.19 My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. So three, three little quick things under this point to really become better listeners. A, we all need to be quick to listen. My dear brothers, take note of this. It says in James 1, everyone should be quick to listen. Here's what I know to be true. We won't become good listeners unless we decide to be. Um, you have to choose to be other-centered to listen and understand. You have to make a conscious decision that you are going to get past yourself. We've already talked about selflessness and humility. Listening is going to require both those things. To get past, you know, what about me and it's all about me and all those other things. And, and choose to listen in an involved way. Um, demonstrating that you're interested and paying attention. When you're listening to someone, you can't let your mind wander. You can't look at your watch. You need to keep eye contact. See, these are things that, that mean that you're listening. It's, it's an actual, um, and, and a lot of people aren't very good at this. You actually have to force yourself a lot of times to stop whatever's going on inside your brain. And at first, you have to say to yourself, I'm going to listen right now. This is the, the part, I'm actually going to listen. I'm not, gonna, I'm not doing anything else. I'm actually going to listen, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look and try and make eye contact. I, establishing some eye contact very, very helpful because it will help you stay focused too. Just zero in, get eye contact, and listen. So important. I know um, it, it, I'm, I'm not hearing like I used to. I don't, it's not, not horrible yet. I hear certain things. Other things I don't hear anymore, it seems like. And, and I, I feel like I have to drive some people crazy because I really want to hear them. But like I notice in certain ranges, like um, Fran, one of our pastors here, sometimes I have to ask him three times. And he's got to go nuts to say, could you say that again? I didn't hear it all. And I know I need to hear it. And, and it's just, and I have to stop. I, okay, <laughs> say it again. And I hate it when I have to do it a third time. It's embarrassing at that point. Would you please say that again and just speak like, you know, I'm, I can't hear you at all because I obviously can't and uh, move into that. I have with my phone sometimes. I can't, it doesn't, you know, it's just not perfect. So I'll say, I need to, sorry, you got to say it again. I know it's frustrating, but you don't want me to um, guess half of what you're saying <laughs> and try and speak into that. So it's very important to um, listen and listen like you mean it and really take in um, the words that are happening. And I love this next point because it's so important. B, we need to be slow to speak. That's the next part of James 1.19. Slow to speak. Quick to listen, slow to speak. Here's what happens with a lot of people when they begin to listen. Um, they actually do listen to the first three or four words that you say, maybe the first sentence, maybe the first two sentences. And then they begin to formulate in their brain 
what they're going to say to you. And now they're just waiting for you to stop to the point where you have to draw a breath. And then they're going to launch in because really they've done enough listening now. And now they figure that you're talking to them because you're looking for their amazing advice for you. And uh, you were just really looking to talk. But now, and so the problem with this dynamic, and it's very true, is um, a lot of times we're not listening at all. We're just thinking about what we're going to say the moment we get a chance. And that is not a good listener. Um, A good listener makes yourself, don't, don't start thinking about what you're going to respond while someone else is talking. Let them finish. You'll, it'll come to you. But, but that's not where we're at. If you're doing that in your mind, if you're already thinking about what you're going to say, let me just tell you, you have stopped listening completely. You've already figured out what you want to say and you've quit listening. And that's not the point. Um, listening well, usually it's not about having to fix the problem. That's why we start doing that. Because a lot of times you think when someone comes to us, they're looking for us to fix a problem. That's really not. I would say the big, huge majority of the time, they just want to talk. They're not looking for you to fix it. But there's something about us that wants to think, oh, well, now they, you know, I need to fix it. And then we stop listening and try and fix it. Just listen. Just listen. And so th- this is something you have to work on. Make a decision to listen well. Because this is how we love well. Listening is a huge thing. If we can become good listeners, we'll have a huge impact on the world around us. And see, then we have, is slow to become angry. Slow to become angry. And this is, this is what's happening. Because we're so busy all the time, if you're getting frustrated when you're listening to someone, there's some options, there's some things that may be going on that you have to consider. Um, one of them may just be that you're, you're not very selfless, you're fairly selfish, and you just don't want to listen. Um, and that's a, that's, a, that's a very true thing. It's not right, but it's true. We just sometimes just don't care enough. We're deciding we don't want to be good listeners, and so we don't want to listen at all. Um, other possibilities are that you're just distracted, and it's just not a good time to be a good listener. And, and that's got to be okay. Sometimes I have to, I'll have to say to someone, look, I can't, I can't listen to you right now. I just can't. I have, I have so many things going on. I'm not in a spot where I can stop, but I would like to. And so if you give me a chance, you know, a little later or call me or do something, um, I can respond to that. So, so that's a reasonable option. Um, and, and, and yet, uh, you know, we always want to try and give people time when we can and say, look, okay, let's, let's try and do it. And, and uh, whenever possible, I, I think that's what we need to do. But there are just some times when, when, you, can't, when you can't do it. You just, you're already committed or you have an appointment or you've got something going on and that's life. But I, I think it's important that we say, look, I, I would like to really, I think I really, you know, I, I want to be able to stop and hear you and right now I just can't. And so let's, let's schedule for two hours or, you know, tomorrow or call me later or something. Um, make it a, a, a point to listen without being distracted. And, and I think that's, that's a very reasonable thing. And so, uh, so those things are possible. And then, you know, the last point is how to listen well. Point number four is, is learning to listen with your heart. Learning to listen with your heart. I know we have ears, but Jesus was saying, he has ears, let him hear. He's talking about taking it in at a deeper level. He's saying, look, how come, uh, you know, all the guys that were with him who had been um, ministering with him, here's a guy screaming out for a touch from God, for someone to stop, and they're all ignoring him. And he's saying, you've got to learn to listen from here. Jesus was always working on people's hearts, always. He was always, you know, saying, oh, you know, if you, when people are hungry, you need to figure out how to feed them. You need to care about where people are at. And so we need to learn to listen from our hearts, to, to listen at a deeper level. And I always say this, um, 
Just listen to people the way you want to be listened to. That's a great place to start. You listen to people the way you want to be listened to. If, if you're trying to talk to someone and they're looking at their watch, I mean, don't you get that that's, you, you, know all, you, you know you're not being listened to. Or they're looking away, or they're acting distracted. Um, that's why I say it's way better to be honest and say, I can't do it right now, but I, I will. Um, but that's a much more impactful thing. Matthew seven twelve. so in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you, for this sums up the law and the prophets. See, I love this. The blind man cries out to Jesus, and he's given sight. And as we come in faith, crying out to the Lord, we can know, we can know that he hears us. And he answers us because he loves us and he's always acting on our behalf. And because we know that he hears us and we know how, how loving that is, we need to take time and love well by really working on listening well. And that's something I just want you to think about this week uh, as you reflect and in your devotional times and your time with God. And, and, and practice it. Practice it with the people that are closest to you, your families, uh, you know, your friends. And, and, and work on being a good listener and, and see how that impacts your life. Amen? Amen. Okay. Well, what we're going to do now is we're going to transition into our extended worship, um, but we're going to give you a chance to stretch and take your legs, uh, stretch your legs, st- take your legs, take your legs off. Oh, I didn't say goodbye. Uh, I forgot the ending. Just throw in a, and let's do it now and then you can edit. What do you think? If you're watching by video and, and, or on television, th- oh. Now it feels forced. <laughs> okay. You ready? So if you're watching on uh, television or, or by video, thank you so much for spending this time with us. We appreciate it greatly. And uh, we know how valuable your time is. If you need prayer or anything, go to our website or call us and we'd be happy to pray for you. God bless you and we will get back with you soon.